What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. But I guess like picking up in Galatians, right? Um, Galatians 6, where it tells you to not be weary with well-doing. Is that how yours read? Yeah. I don't know. Is that did I read? I don't even know. Let me read it. Uh, read I started. What you right. Uh, starting at what we start at six. You started uh, at six. Yeah. Never, none, nevertheless, the one who receives instructions in the word should share all good things with their instruction. The one who receives instructions in the word should share all good things with their instruction. Instructor, right. and do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I love that part right there. If we do not give up. Right. And if you think about the children of Israel, uh, it was like they, they gave up. It was like they gave up. It's like, well, what do you mean uh, they gave up? Well, God did so many good things for them, right? God did so many good things for them for so, so they for so, right, for such a long time. Like they saw Pharaoh chasing them. They saw Pharaoh making things harder on them. They prayed for God to come and relieve them from what they were doing, and then God came and did it. And then God allowed and permitted, and even in some instances, God hardened their hearts, the Egyptians' hearts, to make things more miserable for the Israelites, right, at the time that they were there to the to the point where it became very taxing. But then you saw God being the hero, right, and, and sending plagues and things of that nature to fight for the children of Israel and showing them that, hey, guys, I'm for you. It's these guys that are not, and y'all are not, like, seeing it. And then even when he moved them out of Egypt, finally, he saw the Egyptians hardened hearts coming and chasing them. It's like, oh, they're going to kill us. And then God came in, saved the day, right, like a hero. Like, I'm taking these Egyptians out. And I'm. And what is he doing? He's showing them that I'm for you, that, that I have you. Like, I'm not going to allow something to come upon you that I am not, right, that I can't control. No, I got you, right? Y'all are mine. I'm yours. And and then even in the, the wilderness as they traveled in the desert and, and he was giving them food. And even in, like what they didn't see was he didn't go a certain way because he knew danger was up ahead and like, they weren't ready to fight. And then God, yeah, could have sent angels to fight for him, but that ain't how he was maneuvering, right, With that in that instance. He was like, no, we're not going to go that way. We're going to go a different way. Cause, and I guess in some instances he was being merciful to the other group too. For not going that way, because they he would end up having to kill them, and it wasn't even their appointed time, right? And so God had everything ordered, and uh, he 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 was basically still guiding the children of Israel and 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 doing all of this good towards them, right? And but they they would only do good for so long. They would see God's good works, and they would do good by God only for so long. It's like they gave up. It was like, okay. We're hungry. Where's the food? You know, like a baby. <laughs> like like that baby will drink all that milk. Be in your arm, drinking that milk, and you're just holding it, feeding the baby, holding it, feeding the baby, and, 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 and everything is good. And then when they're full, 
Then as soon as they get hungry, it's like they forgot how you loved them when you was feeding them then. And they just throw a, a little baby tantrum. And they just cry like, like they ain't ate since before they got out of the womb. Like, we ain't ate in ages. You ain't got to cry like that, though. And then they make that face like they ain't ate in years. And they ain't even been on earth for, for days, right? And, and it's like they forgot how good it was when they were eating. Like, dude, like, mommy, daddy got me. I ain't got a trip. Like, just like, hey, mom, you know, I'm a little hungry. And mommy, daddy, no, they go. That's a time, right? It's a time when you got to eat. You can't just eat all the time. Your body won't digest that stuff fast enough. You might get sick, right? And so mommy, daddy, no, right? Mommy, daddy, no best. You ain't got to gotta throw a little baby tantrum. And that's what you saw the children of Israel doing. They were throwing these tantrums. It's like, man, we hungry. Man, we could have just stayed in Egypt. We didn't have to come out of here for this. We, we th man, we thirsty. You gonna, you ain't going to give us something to drink? Man, we thirsty. And every little thing, they would just start tripping. We want to go back to Egypt. We going back to Egypt. Complaining, murmuring. Moses, is this what you did? You brought us out here to die when it's come time to fighting. Oh, this is what you did? You brought us out here so they can just kill us? Is this what you did? You just, every little thing. It's like they was giving up. They were giving up. What is it? It's a, if you, whoever sows, sows to please their flesh. And that's what you saw. You saw the children of Israel just considering their own bodies. They weren't paying attention to the goodness of God, right? And then and God moves on throughout this text over in Galatians 6, uh, verse, verse 9. But let us not become weary. Like, I, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? You're doing good. You're doing right by God, so you think. And you're doing all of this stuff that you think is pleasing to God. And, and, and God continues to allow you to go through some sense of oppression. And, but what you aren't looking at is the goodness of God. And, and that's really war less. All I wanted to talk about, brother, was God is doing some good works and good, giving you all of this goodness that we're not looking at. And if I, keep, if I, if I look at more, and it's just, if I'm measuring my goodness up against God's goodness, and then tell me, how does the balance on those scales look? Does your goodness outweigh God's goodness? If your goodness outweighs God's goodness, okay, I get it. I, I understand why you would give up on God. But if your goodness doesn't outweigh God's goodness, then why are you giving up on God? Because if his goodness is outweighing your goodness, he's not giving up on you. Right? He's not like slaughtering you. And Yeah, yeah, you may not be getting what you want. You may not be able to eat right when you want to eat. I get it. You ain't, you, you ain't get that job. You didn't get that promotion when you wanted it, right? You didn't get the spouse when you wanted them, right? They, it didn't happen when you thought it should, right? Um, it didn't, right? And so now you're throwing a hissy fit. But, but maybe it didn't happen when you thought it should because it wasn't supposed to happen at that time. Maybe you're the reason why it didn't happen, but you won't. You won't think like that. Right, just like the children of Egypt, they didn't think like that. They didn't think that they were the reason why they didn't get to the promised land <laughs> sooner than they, than they, you know what I mean? They didn't think that. They didn't think that it was their fault. They didn't think they was the reason why, but they were the reason why. Because of, because of their lack of obedience, because of their lack of trust. You know what I mean? Because they, they was giving up. They were giving up on doing what, and they, they notice the good, though. Because what we were well doing. What, what is well doing? The, the obeying God. 
doing what God is wanting. If, 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 if you can sit there and say, oh, man, I'll just keep doing what God wanted me to do, like my boy Joe, like big brother Joe, I'm doing what you want me to do, and then this is how you repay me. You take all my family, you wipe out my business, and this is, uh, this is what happens to people that are, that are obeying you, Lord. You just, you just come and just treat us all willy-nilly. But then people that ain't obeying you, oh, psh, they still high on the hog. And that's what Joe's mentality was, right? And then God has to come and show you, like, well, if you was just so righteous, why are you talking to your creator like that? <laughs> Since you're just doing everything right. Like, if, if I was at fault, right, if I, if I had to answer to someone, right, right, then, then, okay, I see why you would talk to me like that because I'm not doing what I'm being told that I should do. But seeing that I'm God and... I don't answer to anyone. Um, everyone answers to me, right? Um, why would you dare talk to me like that? And oh, by the way, I'm allowing you to. <laughs> I didn't smite your butt, right, <laughs> for talking to me like this. You know what I'm saying? By, by, by ridiculing me in such a manner when I'm sitting here bragging on you talking about you're the, you're, you're the perfect person in all the earth. Nobody's like you, right? Like, I, yeah, yeah, but see, we don't look at it that way. Right. We don't consider the mind of God and how he's working. And, and I'm guilty of it. I don't pretend here and pretend and bash uh, Job and the children of Israel. I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of not considering the mind of God. Like, like something so precious. God is, 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 is a sensitive God only because he's, he's so selfless. You know what I mean? And, it's like, and, and, and he doesn't have to be. He could be a very selfish God. I, I, I mean, I can't say God gets lonely. I can't say that he does. But I can't say that he doesn't want to be alone. I can say that. It's like, well, why would you say that? Well, because he created stuff. <laughs> That's why. Because if he wanted to be alone, then he wouldn't create anything. It's just been him chilling. Like, being God, chilling. But, but he didn't. You know what I mean? He didn't. He's like, you know, I'm going to create some stuff. I'm going to manipulate myself into other things and I'm going to give myself separate myself from myself and I love this part too I'm doing rambling and jumping all over bro I'm going to let you go share whatever you want to share the Lord's putting on you but it was some parts where Moses was like Lord you, you have me doing all this stuff and, and it's overwhelming and like I try to do it but it's overwhelming and so God said well gather together I think it was 75 men I can't remember exactly but it was around 70-ish he said gather them together and then he said and I'm going to put take some of your power and authority off of you, and I'm going to put it's it 70. on them. 70, okay, 70. 70. So he took 70, 70 men. Yeah, he took some of the authority and power off of him, and he gave it to them. He said, I'm going to give them a portion of your power that I placed on you. And, and so I brought that up to say this. I said, God did that with himself, right? He separated himself. The, in the entity that he separated, he gave it some of his power, right, so that it could do things like he's doing. And that was us and, and the angels and the cherubs and, and all of the right. things that he's created that we don't even know, that we ain't, ain't heard of, things like that. He gave them some of his power, and he watches it, maneuvers throughout every dimension that he set them in, right? And, and he enjoys that. It pleases him to see himself, do you know what I mean, what he's manipulated of, off from right. himself to, to do what he created it to do. It pleases him. Right? God is a, a sensitive God, but he's a selfless God, right? It's like, like he does everything for what he's created. Everything what he's doing is for what he created. 
He ain't doing it for himself, right? I mean, like he's like he needs something. God doesn't need anything. And then when you consider that mindset, right, if you consider how God doesn't give up on us, then why are we giving up on God? Why are we giving up on doing well or doing what God is wanting us to do? I can be a little bit more patient. You know, right? It ain't happening. But I can be a little bit more patient. I can wait. You know what I mean? Because cause time is only of essence to people that don't have time. <laughs> right? <coughs> if, if, you know what I'm saying? If you don't have time, time is of essence to you. Right. But if, 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 if you are a person that has time, and that's i.e. God, then it is, it, it is of no essence to you. It is of no essence. And if I'm with the entity that has time, then I'm good. Because, see, Abraham had a baby at 100. <laughs> he had a baby at 100, right? He lived to be, what, 180-something? Yeah, 180-something like that. Something like that. 180 up in there somewhere. Um, and he had more children. So, so right. his 100 years of waiting <laughs> didn't tip the scale. You know what I mean? He didn't run out of time because he was 100. It's like... God still got you, bro. He can still bring that forth that seed out of you at a hundred. And and Sarah, he can still bring forth uh, the the cultivating of a seed out of you, even at ninety. He can still do it. And if that's the case, then I can trust God. I can wait on God for wherever He's taking me. I can wait. I can be still. I can continue to obey Him. In everything, I don't have to complain. I don't have to say, oh, okay, I'm going to find me another God because this one that I say I'm trusting ain't coming through for me. Right? I can still wait. I can still be patient. I can still be loving. I can still trust him. I can still move according to how he wants me to move. I can do all of that. So don't be weary. Don't be weary. God got you. And you will reap what it is you're sowing. You're going to get it. What God is promising, you're going to get it. And when you get it, it ain't even going to be anything. When Job got his double portion after all of that, trust me, Job wasn't tripping about what happened. And you know what he wasn't doing? He wasn't tripping on what God gave him. Because he had a newfound love for his creator. He developed a newfound love for his creator. Like a new sense of of, of of understanding of God because of what God took him through. Right? And there's just something else. Sorry, sorry, I should have. Something else that was showing me when from listening, because I listened to Job too, the way they uh, plan on this discussion is going. We go, we went from Genesis to Job to Exodus. That was interesting. Uh, so, but listening to Job, and at the end, when God was asking him all of this stuff about where was he, and, and Job humbled himself and was like, well, man, Lord, you know, I've sinned. He started acknowledging it. I've sinned, and I, I understand that I cannot answer you in any of these things. Um, and he went on to answer him in something, and I don't recall the answer. But what I what I got from it was this: he got that God, I understand your perspective on things now, how you're looking at things. It's not the same way as I I look at things because I'm thinking. 
because of what I had been doing. It was unrighteous for me to do go through something like this. And I'm paraphrasing what Job is saying, but this is basically saying I'm 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 thinking that it's unrighteous for me to go through this. But it's not unrighteous for me to go through anything that, that I go through. If you're with me, if you're with me, nothing that, that, that comes upon me is unrighteous or unfair or not right. Because whatever I go through is merely for a moment because it's not the end. It's not the end. Where, where I'm going is, is with you and where I am is with you. And if I keep that in mind that I'm with you where I am and I'm with you where I'm going, then I'm good. And so when he got his double portion, it didn't matter. <laughs> it was just something else for the moment, right? Because he still, it was a point in time, that stuff was going to have to leave him too, right? And so that's the perspective. Like everything that I have, I'm, I'm going to have to leave it or it's going to leave me. I'm not going to have it forever. But the one thing I'm going to have forever, and I'll leave you with that, the one thing I'm going to have forever is God. Or the one thing I'm going to long for forever is God. And it's a, a matter of what I want to sow, right? If I want to sow to the Spirit and reap that, and reap God's Spirit, then that's what I'm going to do. If I want to keep sowing to my flesh, and I'm going to lose my flesh, then that's what I'm going to do. And that's all I have, brother. Be not weary with well-doing. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose and if it has join us again for more godly discussions thank you